0: What does a narcissist mean when he says, I hate you? Have you ever been on the receiving end of the hurtful words from a narcissist such as I hate you during these giant moments of anger? Like these big arguments, these big discussions, and all of a sudden it just comes out, I hate you. And then later he's like, I didn't mean it. Maybe you wonder, like, did he actually mean it? Like, was this actually something that was true? Was this like the one time that I got to see truth come out? Or is it just another tactic? to be able to manipulate and control you and to keep you in the fog, the fear, the obligation, the guilt, to keep you stuck longer in a toxic relationship. Today, we're going to talk about and we're going to explore some of the true meaning behind a narcissist declaration of I hate you during the moments of anger. If you can understand some of the dynamics at play, it might help you understand just the manipulative tactics, help you reclaim some of your emotional well-being and to move forward. Like we need to be able to stand that like a narcissist oftentimes will use multiple different things to be able to say different expressions, to be able to say different ideas to confuse you and to put you in this strategy to keep you under their control and keep you self-doubting of what's actually real, what's actually true in your life, okay? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor, self-war narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the Escape Toxicity Challenge, which is a seven-day challenge to healing. It's just helping you understand the baseline foundation. We can't get you healed in seven days, but we can start to open up that door that it actually is a possibility. If you're struggling with, what is a narcissist? Am I a narcissist? Is this reactive abuse? What is going on? Like jump into that. 7-day challenge, $7 lifetime access, community there as well to help support you in your journey. Well, I want to be able to talk to you some about this aspect of when a narcissist says, I hate you. And so when, first off, one of the things I want to be able to point out is it's like emotional ma- manipulation and there's also like a power play that's going on here. Okay. When narcissist says, I hate you in anger, it's rarely them just being like, Oh, like this is what's going on. This is what's true. A lot of times it's a slip in the mask. Okay. A piece of this though, is this aspect of like reflecting their true feelings. What's actually going on inside of like in that moment, I hate you. And you're like, Whoa, that seems a little strong. Well, what this does in the moment is it serves as a powerful tool to manipulate and to control your emotions to control what you're actually feeling, to control what you're actually thinking. Think of it this way. By delivering these hurtful words, by saying this to you and it's hurting you, this aspect aims to assert this dominance, this like fear, and it keeps you off balance. You're like, wait, like what's going on? What did I do? What happens? When they do this, this aspect is like their, their version of keeping you under their control. Okay, like it might sound a little bit weird, but it's this idea of like, let me be in control over you. Because when I do this, I create a reaction. Like I have something happen in the relationship that means I'm still in control. I'm still in power. Now, sometimes you're going to see the narcissist be the most honest when maybe they're extremely angry, or maybe when they're drunk. Because a lot of times that's when you see the mask start to slip completely or completely fall off. You might see the aspect of, I hate you coming out in an argument with extreme rage or when he's drunk. And a lot of times it is true of what they're actually saying in that moment, being the true feelings that they have for you in that moment, maybe because you inconvenience them by holding them accountable. Maybe because you expose them for cheating when they want to keep a certain image. There's a lot of different pieces that they don't want to actually put there and they don't actually have exposed. And so whatever I have to do to be able to minimize it, that's the whole point. Like You're going to see this aspect where you're going to be in a relationship. You're going to be in this argument. And an our partner, he's going to lash out. I hate you. To get this strong emotional reaction supply, right? Reaction from you. What it does, it starts to make you doubt yourself. It makes you doubt your self-worth, your self-esteem, makes you think like, wait a second, there must be something wrong with me because the guy who said he loves me now said he hates me. You're like, what is true. Then we run you into cognitive dissonance. Then you get stuck in the trauma bond. Like this happens like piece by piece by piece. This whole aspect of like, let me destabilize your emotional state and ensure that you're going to stay under the narcissist influence, control. We go back to control every single time. Okay. The other aspect of like the mass slipping also goes back to this aspect of self-hatred. You're like, wait a second. I thought narcissists love themselves. They don't. Okay, newsflash, they don't. A lot of times people are like, narcissism is self-love. It's infatuation with self. It's not. Narcissism is shame avoidance. And it's in love with the mask, the version, the image that they're putting out for everybody else to see. That's not actually them. It's not actually true. There's not a depth there. But a narcissist will keep telling themselves that it's there to feel better about themselves. A lot of times when a narcissist is declaring their hatred towards you, it's actually a projection. A projection onto you of their own hatred. Their own aspect of self-hatred and inadequacy of who they actually are. Maybe as a man, he's upset because he's not actually showing up as a man. But he's also not doing anything to change that. So it's a vicious cycle of shame that just produces more shame. This aspect of narcissist struggles with deep-rooted insecurities. You're like, But they don't seem insecure. They seem very confident. That's the mask. That's the version of, like, we put this out there so I feel confident about myself when inside I don't. Okay, when inside I need the validation, I need the attention, I need this to feel good about myself. And if I don't have that, then I need to find it from someone else. This would happen over and over and over again. Like I would look for validation from other people. If I didn't get it from one person, then I go to the next person. If I didn't get it from that person, then I go to the next person. If I didn't get the approval in like the job scenario, then I'd find someone else who would approve it. Then I'd rally all those people together, go back to the person who didn't approve it and be like, see, all these people like it. Like you're the crazy one. Like all these different aspects of trying to build myself up, trying to build up the insecurity without doing it in the proper way. So a lot of times nurses will run away from this feeling of like insecurities, from vulnerability, from this self-hatred, because there's an inability there to cope with their flaws, with their own imperfections. I didn't feel like I was imperfect. I didn't want to be imperfect. So I had to do everything to make sure I didn't show up as being imperfect. I thought I was perfect. So I had to run away from it. Like instead, a narcissist will project these feelings onto you, like deflect attention away from what you're actually trying to hold them accountable. Like you're going to see this in an argument. You're trying to hold a person accountable and it ends up coming out like I hate you. And then you're spending so much time justifying yourself for like, like, what is second? Like, what did I do? Why do you hate me? You're the one that cheated on me. Like all these different things that will distract you from what's actually happening from what's actually real. Think of it this way. Like you get, you could have grown up in a narcissistic household where the parents overwhelmed by the aspect of self-loathing, of of looking at themselves, not liking what they saw, express hatred onto you during arguments. Okay, this could be like blatant hatred of like, hey, I hate you. Or this could be small projections, like projecting stuff that they hated about you that was actually about them. You'll see this a lot of times with a parent that wasn't successful in sports and then gets frustrated because you're not successful in sports because they want to live vicariously through you. You'll see this a lot of times with a parent that's overweight. And as a result, they're always picking on you for being overweight, even when you're not overweight. But because of self-hatred, they're projecting it onto you. Like all this is, is projecting onto you allows a person, anyone, to, to run away from, to avoid their own insecurities and avoid actually taking responsibility for their own actions and instead shifting the blame onto you. You might have had this growing up. You might have this in your current relationship like the whole aspect of projecting it onto you so that the narcissist doesn't have to deal with it, doesn't have to feel it, but continue moving forward, thinking, whew, don't have to deal with that now. At least that's over. All right, the third thing I wanna be able to point out is this aspect of emotional control and instability, okay? Narcissists also, we talk about control all the time. Narcissists thrive on control, the ability to dictate your reactions, your response. By using this to provoke strong emotions, Through hurtful words like, I hate you, the narcissist maintains a sense of power and control over you. This aspect keeps you in submission. Like, you're still trying to figure out, like, what is actually going on, what is real. Like, they drive this aspect of, like, hey, if I put you down enough, I'll be able to get something out of it. You'll be climbing back up to me. You'll be trying to do better because you know, hey, you're beneath me. Hey, you're awful. Hey, I hate you. This aspect, like they get satisfaction from your emotional turmoil because it leaves you stuck. It leaves you as them being the dominant partner and you being subservient to them. Like you're going to see this a lot of times in all different aspects, but you're going to see this specifically in someone trying to gain an emotional control of you, deliberately poking at you, deliberately provoking you with these hurtful statements. The goal is, let me get to a trigger. Let me get a response out of you and keep you emotionally invested. You're going to see this in your life in all aspects when you talk about triggers. Triggers can be anything. They could be a place you go, a person you see, a way someone talks or acts, or seeing a person's car drive by, walking past a certain place you used to visit with this person. You're going to see this. Okay. And now we have to work on how do we actually deal with the triggers? How do we actually help you move forward? How do we actually give you the tools so that you no longer are controlled by the triggers? Because at the end of the day, the narcissist is using stuff. They're using triggers to control you. They're not actually controlling you. They're just putting different pieces in your life, saying certain phrases, influencing certain aspects to get you to respond in a certain way, to trigger you. What would your life be like if we took away the triggers? What would your life be like if we actually helped you work through the triggers on a day-to-day basis so they no longer had control over you? If you want to learn more about this, go to escapetoxicity.com or click the link in any of the bios. We want you to be able to understand how we actually start to walk people through the process of healing from triggers, understanding narcissistic abuse, reactive abuse, the guilt that you're feeling, being with a narcissist, all those different pieces are stuck in there. Okay, escapetoxicity.com. If you'd rather have more of an accelerated approach and you want want to work with me one-on-one in our coaching environment, you can go to www.rawmotivationscoaching.com, click on the one-on-ones, would love to be able to help you there. Our goal is to help you take the triggers, the trauma bond, the rumination, the intrusive thoughts, and eradicate them, to work on giving you systems and tools and processes and put you into communities of people that are already doing these to help you rise and continue to move forward into the person that you're called to be.